dingy dark street is caked with grime. Some sand and dirt blow in the night breeze. A lightly crumpled newspaper flies by. Neon lights shine from multiple business signs, casting silhouettes of some ruffians congregating. One of them wears a blue vest and has orange-red hair. He grips the blade of his pocket knife and flicks it into the air. He catches it by the handle as it descends back to hip level. He twists the knife with his hand and he grips the blade again. He repeats this process for a few minutes, chuckling at the dangerous nature of the game he plays with himself. Next to him stands a man in a yellow oversized jacket. The man is performing bouncing Cossack squats as he attempts to limber up and retain his mobility. Across from them, leaning on the wall, stands a bald man with black sunglasses on. His large frame is uncovered and his pants struggle to stay on his waist despite a belt's attempt at holding them up. He rubs his wrapped knuckles as he slowly looks down the street, bored, waiting for mischief to make an appearance. The bald man notices four dark figures coming up the street. He blinks a few times to try to focus his eyes on the darkness. Hey, we got company, the bald man says to his fellow ne'er-do-wells. The blue-vested man catches his knife and turns to face the direction the bald man is looking. The yellow-jacketed man stands up and steps a few paces back behind the other two. They all grin as they begin to walk towards the four dark figures, finally having something to do. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second season of Evoking the Sublime. I am your host, Shay. We are back better than ever, baby. We are starting off with a game 26 years in the making. That's right. Today, we are talking about Streets of Rage 4. Let's get into it. With the 2017 remake of Wonder Boy 3 The Dragon's Trap being such a success, developers Lizard Cube and publisher Dotemu both decided the next game that they wanted to work on was a sequel to Streets of Rage 3. Discussing ideas and initial logistics over a pint of beer. Ben Fiquet began to sketch out some preliminary ideas. Jordi Asensio, a game designer at Dotemu, contacted Cyril from Game Crush Games and asked if they wanted to also work on the new project. The three companies developed a presentation with initial artwork, animation, and design ideas. All three companies contacted Sega, informing them that they wanted to create a sequel to Streets of Rage 3. Sega agreed to another entry in the series, licensing the franchise to Dotemu. With having built rapport after the success of the Wonder Boy remake, Sega was willing to let a new sequel be created for the Streets of Rage series. The production of Streets of Rage 4 began at the start of 2018, and the game was officially announced to the public that August. 
Guard Crush Games, a studio that had previously developed Streets of Fury, signed on to co-develop the sequel, working on the programming while Lizard Cube worked on the art direction and Dotemu working on the game design. They used a modified engine from their Streets of Fury game. The core development team was comprised of five members across three companies. The soundtrack, always one of the most critical components of any Streets of Rage game, was largely composed by Olivier de Riviere, but Yuzo Koshiro, Motohiro Kawashima, Yoko Shimomura, Keiji Yamagishi, Harumi Fujita, Das Mortal, and Ground Slava also assisted with compositions for the OST. The soundtrack was oriented so that Derivire would work on the main themes while each guest composer would contribute to a boss theme. After having played a demo of Streets of Rage 4 at Bit Summit, an indie showcase in Japan, in June 19, Yuzo Koshiro joined the project. When asked why he joined the project, he noted that fan requests and the excitement that he felt seeing the game's progress as his reasons for joining. Hideki Naganuma was originally slated to contribute to the soundtrack, but had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts. Streets of Rage 4 contains the ability to be able to switch to Streets of Rage 1 and 2 soundtracks while playing. Each one of the playable Streets of Rage 4 characters has approximately 1,000 frames of animation, with enemies having between 300 and 400 frames each. Now, for the second part of this podcast, I present an interview with one of the art directors and designers of the game, Ben Fiquet. Enjoy. Hello. Today, I am here to talk about Streets of Rage 4. I have a very special guest with me. I am joined by Ben Fiquet, the art and creative director of Lizard Cube. Ben, welcome. Hello. Thanks for, for having me. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Thank you for being here. I am really excited to talk about this game. Um, I... I'm a very big fan of the series. I have already beaten the game five times now. So cool. Cool. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty pretty excited to talk with you. Um I've been doing a little research about the game and the art direction and just the development. So I'm really excited to break it down with you and yeah. uh pick your brain. Absolutely. I mean for yeah. that. Cool. Okay. So I wanted to start off with kind of an easy question to just warm us both up. Um, like you, I grew up on the Sega Genesis. Um, I would play it with my father as a child, and it's kind of a system that we just bonded over, and it really grew my love of gaming. Um, and Streets of Rage was one of those games I played as a child. So I was curious, what what was one of one or two of your favorite sega genesis games growing up outside of streets of rage uh well i i grew up with the master system first and the genesis later and this was more uh um sibling 
thing because my, my parents is I, I think they never played uh, any video games except mm. for free cell or uh, solitaire on uh, pc <laughs> yeah but, the old uh, ones yeah 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 but they, they are very dedicated to it uh anyway and <laughs> so the gen so genesis was kind of a eye opener for me i was like 11 or 12 where, where when i got one and oh, wow. and and we bought it with my brother while selling the old master system and this was a very uh wonderful machine and wonderful games uh that you can play uh i remember uh, like one of the best games i had was aladdin uh, yes from disney and virgin interactive uh it was uh I, maybe that's what uh, that's what uh, guided me uh, throughout my um, my 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 development as an artist because I loved all these animations. I love the art direction, uh, the music, even on the FM uh, chip uh, from the Mega Drive. Uh, so Genesis, sorry for the. Yeah, American listeners. Uh, <laughs> uh, so okay. every, everything was so so good with this game, and, and uh, mostly, even when I was a teen, I was attracted by uh, beautifully animated games, like Cool Spot, for example. Oh, Cool Spot uh, is a beautiful yeah. game. Yeah, so a lot of people forget about this one. This was like a mascot of of Seven Up at the time. Yeah, and uh, what did I add? Uh, uh, Mikey and Donald World of Illusion. Oh yeah, that was a great game too. Earthworm Jim, of course. Mm. Uh, Street Fighter too. Yes, of course. Obviously, and besides that, uh, I used to skip my music lessons to go to the arcades. <laughs> uh, so, and my mother just found out about it recently. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she was a music teacher, so it's oh, pretty man. appalling for her. Yeah, and, I would imagine so. And even even in the arcades, I I, I, I was playing uh, Samurai Showdown or King of Fighter '94, uh, and uh, even when Tekken came out. Uh, I wasn't really excited by the. I was. Uh, it was amazing to see 3D polygons on screen, but yeah. I, I didn't do something for me. Like I mean, it's, it's, uh, the characters were too stiff, oh, not okay. very alive. So I think I think uh, from a very young age, I've been attracted to to uh, to the animation in games. Interesting. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And. I mean, f first off, you skipping music lessons just paved your way to become uh, an art director in yeah, some ways. I, maybe I could have been like a great cello player. <laughs> maybe. <If> I... <laughs> Interesting. Maybe you would have been doing the music for Streets of Rage 4 instead of the oh, art direction. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> too, too difficult. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that. Yeah, that soundtrack is something else in that game, too. But. Yeah, just like a lot of those games you listed, I feel like um, nowadays that, granted, it's the realism in gaming now and everything with the polygons at the time was amazing. Growing up with that, yeah. um, I was just a child, was absolutely breathtaking, but I still felt so much value from 2D games. They were just absolutely gorgeous, and I felt like 
the the way that developers were able to maximize what they were able to do on those systems is yeah. phenomenal. That, that, that's amazing, and it's still the the two D two D animation and two D art. Uh, uh, basically, it can uh, it's it's not related to the the the, the techniques um, the the polygon count or uh, uh so you can still find aladdin on mega drive amazingly gorgeous yeah uh, to, today and uh, like one of the best example is metal slug because metal slug has hasn't been topped in terms of uh art and to the animation and sprites uh even today uh i think 2D animation is transcending uh, uh, more than 3D can do. Uh, 2D, yeah, 2D is transcending uh, the art form over 3D because 3D is more related to the time when it, when it's being made. Yeah. Like for example, the polygons of the PlayStation One are very difficult to to look at now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. And also, you can still, uh, like, I mean, 2D is, you can still make beautiful things with very little people. Uh, I just saw the Unreal 5 um, tech yeah. demo online. This is very, very impressive. Like, it's, 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 but I mean, for small, for, except for AAA budget, it's going to be a nightmare. I mean, yeah. this is crazy to be able to import your ZBrush sculpture, but someone has to 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 sculpt that uh, sculpture, and 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 it's budget of uh, hundreds of millions just to be able to uh, uh, to have something beautiful. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you because I watched that demo. I woke up yesterday and. Um, someone had sent that demo to me and I just remember watching and the beginning when the cave is happening, all those rocks, I was like, my eyes can't handle this, like how much yeah. detail is in there. And th immediately when they're like, there are billions of, uh, triangles in here, I was like, how much money is that going to cost? And I, I felt like watching that exactly what you're saying, it would be so dependent on the ability to afford that technology and mm. to hire the number of people whereas some of some of the most beautiful games just this year alone like Streets of Rage 4 or um Ori and the Will of the Wisps both of those games are um largely 2D and they're mm. some of the most beautiful games this year and um i i've been just absolutely mesmerized with both of um especially your game's art style it's just it's been incredible and it to me it shows that while realism is awesome and um kind of taking the charge on going to 3D is going to be phenomenal for gaming that 2D absolutely has a place and you yeah. can do still do so much with 2D and it can still be some of the most gorgeous stuff out on the market today yeah i'm glad i'm glad like a uh, few years ago uh, in 2017 uh cuphead won the best art direction in the many awards yeah uh, because cuphead is like a real fresh take on animation in video games yeah and 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 so 
yeah, I think 2D has definitely its place. Uh, and and I hope to see more and more uh, studio uh, try to, to, to come up with their own art style and own solutions. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I'm Yeah, I'm really glad that they kind of have brought it more to the mainstream media that um, 2D has a place. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like with Streets of Rage 4 being 2D, like speaking of kind of like studios and how much is required, I felt like Streets of Rage 4 had kind of this unique development process as because as I was doing my research, you know, I found out, you know, there were three main studios that worked on Streets of Rage. We had Lizard Cube, um, Dotimu, and um, Guard Crush Games. Three studios. And usually it's like one or two studios that work on a game. So I found it like really interesting how a lot of hands kind of went into making this highly awaited sequel. Yeah, the thing is, uh, even if it's three studios on paper, this is a very small, very small core team. Like, basically, uh, the core team is comprised of uh, five or six people. Uh, Two people for the art at Lizard Cube, uh, me and Julian, uh, who did uh, all the backgrounds in the game. Uh, Two main programmers at Gatcrush Games. and Jordi, which is strange, Jordi is actually co-founder of Guard Crush Games, but oh, wow. is working at Dotemu now as, oh, wow. a game, okay. as a game designer. So uh, this is kind of a mix, uh, mix up between companies, but uh, uh, but a lot of heavy work has been done at Dotemu in terms of uh, game design and QA and uh, marketing, uh, obviously, because uh, Dotemu is a publisher. Um, so uh, even if on paper, that's three studios, this is just like very small team for a, a project that uh, ended up being so hyped and so recognized yeah yeah that's awesome like because i was initially i was curious if you know communicating between the three studios about implementing different designs or um artwork or audio would be difficult but if you guys are so connected and it's three small studios that was probably fairly seamless like working in one large studio just yeah, like but- rem- remote communication yeah yeah because basi- basically uh everything uh, everyone had their uh functions uh defined like the programmers at guard crush were uh very focused on programming and uh, at least like, we were very focused on uh arting <laughs> yeah. creating and uh uh and uh and Dotemi was focused on um, ga- game design uh mostly uh so uh yeah we we had some meetings uh, uh every week and uh, and a few times a week uh, but most of the time we were very headed in the same direction okay uh, we knew we knew from the beginning i, I think uh, when i started the project uh, i 
creatively, I put a lot of work into what needed to be. Uh, so basically, it it has been um, a long. We knew we knew the the blueprint we had to follow, which is uh, the games, the original games, uh, and. And on top of that, all the story elements and uh, enemy designs and uh, character designs, uh, I laid it out uh, very early in the process. Uh, so basically, it was just following. Uh, uh, and obviously, I, it it was changed uh, depending on game design and uh, programming and stuff like that. But mo- m- most of the thing we anticipated at the beginning uh, where just we just had to follow it. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's interesting to hear that because each studio was so vastly focused on everything and because of that um, there was no like cross-pollination. There wasn't two studios working on one thing so that yeah, yeah, that would make it a lot easier for you to, you know, for you specifically to work on animation of characters or enemies, and you don't have to really discuss it in greater detail with someone else. You kind of have mm. your own choice of what to do there. Yeah, and also, also since I, I didn't have many employees at Lizard Cube, uh, I knew when I designed an enemy, for example, uh, I I didn't have to do turnarounds for uh, giving it out to an animator later. Yeah, I just I just did the design and I knew how to animate it, so I just drew one drawing for each enemy, for example, yeah. and j- just uh, right away started uh, animating it. Yeah, that's that was really interesting because in part of my research, I was I was looking at some of some blogs and some interviews, and I actually happened to come across one of your blogs where you broke down in great detail how you animated um blaze and adam and just going through the entire process of that was really fascinating because you had so many iterations of design work of where you wanted to go with these iconic characters because they they are you know they've been in the game since streets of rage one and Mm -hmm. i know you had mentioned um which is true adam you know he was in the first game and he hasn't been in the game since so it was kind of like a development process of figuring out where where you want these characters what what you want them to look like how they react the kind of the animation process there yeah yeah and um well uh this is a playstation blog you're referring to yes Uh, and uh, something that you won't see is uh, when I draw, when I when I design, I tend to erase a lot. Like for okay. example, I, I drew few few lines for head, and I don't find it appealing, so I erased <laughs> it uh, pretty quickly in the process. And I do that, and I do that. It, it can it can take me like a lot of hours just to to have a proper drawing. So a lot of iterations are uh, basically 
on paper and 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 erased from anyone to see yeah that's so that's so awesome because i feel like most people probably do that digitally they work on those characters digitally but i found it incredible that you you in some ways quote unquote are old school you hand draw these things and it mm. clearly shows in the art style mm. which is phenomenal yeah, and thanks yeah you're welcome um i wanted to actually talk about the art direction obviously uh because that was such a big part of the reveal of streets of rage 4 trailer is that the first three streets of rage were very pixel art based and this one was a a beautiful but also uh, a new a new take exactly it was a very a new, new take, take. Yeah. and a ve very uh far leap to make for yes. any street of rage fan out there yeah yeah um, i i agree I, I when I immediately watched a trailer, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to. And to be honest with you, I was like, I don't know if I'm going yeah, to like this because yeah, the first you, three were. You are, you are like every everyone. Even if you like the style, uh, you didn't connect it to the original games, right? Uh, exactly. And, and and the thing is, over the course of the marketing, uh, we announced it like one year and a half ago uh, and the first reaction was a lot of people were very happy but uh, a lot of people uh, like mostly hardcore fans that knew about the game uh, were what what the fuck is that you know uh, <laughs> not, not not obviously in a, in a bad way but uh, or, or can you be so far from the original style and right. and over the course of uh, one year and a half of marketing, uh, we managed to convince more and more people. Uh, uh, first, because we improved uh, the art style, because uh, the first uh, trailer we didn't have like lighting and uh, um, uh, ambience uh, right. lighting. And uh, so it looked a bit like stickers on a on a background. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and over over uh, when we went to events, uh, people were actually very impressed when when playing the game because the game is actually uh, more enjoyable when you play it because uh, the animation is one thing, uh, and it's. Better to see it uh, at 60 FPS on the screen, and also the gameplay uh, is related to the animation. So when you eat, you feel like you're eating uh, uh, with a character. Uh, so we, yeah, it was a difficult task to to overcome. Yeah, uh, and I think still, you guys did great we, though. Yeah, thanks. But uh, still, we have some hardcore fans that won't accept it, uh, definitely. And and that's absolutely fun with me because, uh, I mean, this is not what they grew up with. And I'm like, for them, I'm shitting on them nostalgia. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it can't be avoided. I hope we did uh, something that is rich full of the license and i think in my mind uh this is the case but i can't uh really uh change the mind of people no and you're absolutely right i think that 
for me when i ended up playing the game i was i was immediately enamored with the art style and i realized this is for me it felt like a modernization of a series that i've loved for years uh if if it went straight back to pixel art i felt i feel like it would just be another another part of that world which isn't necessarily a bad thing but why would why would there be a sequel 26 years later for it to be exactly the same thing so yeah for for pixel art first i I couldn't do a good job in pixel art. I mean, I could animate, but this is not my my forte. Uh, so it would have been a disaster if I would try to <laughs> have it in uh, pixel art. But uh, secondly, um, I mean, you're thinking through a prism of someone who knows about the games, but a lot of people out there don't know anything about about them. And so I think uh, HD uh, 2D animation uh, conveys more uh, appeal to a lot of people that don't know about the games and don't care about pixel art because uh, not not uh, a lot of people are actually into pixel art uh, despite what twitter can try to to push but uh most people <laughs> want to see clean stuff and uh yeah. and hd stuff yeah no i i think so i feel like pixel art is a it's it's nostalgic but it's high it's highly reminiscent of a previous era um not and that's not a negative remark at all i think that in order to appeal to newer audiences though it it has to have a more modern look and i was i was curious actually when you were designing um in your beautiful hand-drawn style was that something as you were designing it that you were nervous at all about offending the hardcore older fans uh yeah well I think it struck me a bit later on the line because when I started drawing, um, researching, it was just at the end of Wonder Boy. So, oh yes, t- 2016, 2017, uh, and at the time, uh, I was just uh, basically daydreaming about. <laughs> I-, I wanted to <laughs> to have a shot at another Sega license, yeah. and uh, Sweet of Rage was one of the best thing i could think of and uh but when you're daydreaming you don't think about other people you're just doing for yourself Absolutely. Uh, and at some point when we revealed the trailer uh yeah i think it struck me uh much harder than anticipated because i'm i i kind of have a sick skin uh when it comes to to criticism but uh yeah I, I, I mean uh i'm touching about the memories of a lot of people and and i'm glad that so many people like the game and enjoy it like they enjoy the first games but uh also it pains me gratefully that some people uh, can't accept it and can't uh, enjoy it because of their art style. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I, f- I think I-, I had a bit of cold feet later 
like mm-hmm. I, I, I wasn't sure how to draw uh, enemies or uh, new characters. Uh, so yeah, it's it's, kind of, it's very thin line to walk. Thin line to walk. Along those lines, um, because obviously when I played the game, I immediately understood why um, the art direction was changed from the previous three to number four. Could could you, I guess, for the people who, not that you need to justify yourself, but maybe just give a window into why you personally felt that updating the art style, not updating, that's not the right word, changing the art style into a more hand-drawn was beneficial for this title because, um, yeah, well, because of the older fans. Yeah, I think I think it's not a matter of... Uh, it's not a conscious uh, uh, choice. Uh, basically, I wanted to draw as I saw it uh, as a kid as myself and it's very uh i think uh, you can't please everyone you 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 know you know that uh, from the beginning and so i just had to draw it as best I, as i know how to draw uh trying to respect the license the fans and uh, and 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 i think most of it myself because this is something I, I want to enjoy when I draw, when I animate, and uh, and I wanted to see beautiful big sprites well animated on screen uh, with a with a line uh, visible uh, draw draw line. Uh, yeah, I I want to say that um, you know. I wanted to go into a little bit more detail on that because reading your blog on PlayStation, playing the game, you realize that there's a lot more detail in Streets of Rage 4 as compared to previous games, whether you're looking at characters or you're looking at um, backgrounds that your partner worked on, that there's just there's so much more detail in this game. And... I like you immediately notice it. For example, like when you're wandering around in Chinatown, um, you're fighting one of the new enemies. Um, I believe his name is Goro, the guy with the white, um, yeah, the white uh, gi, yeah, kimono. Excuse me. And you look in the background and you see these these three men kind of playing. I believe they're playing shogi in the background. Is, and is it playing mahjong? Ma- mahjong. They're playing mahjong. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. and. They're playing in the background, and you immediately notice that, and that's something that I felt like was somewhat missing in the other titles. Or you look at, um, like I said, your blog, and just the amount of detail that went into choosing like a belt for Blade. Just like there's so much detail that I felt like would have been lost in pixel art, and it's clear that both you and your partner really just put so much time and attention to just adding these little details and so to me my one of my biggest questions as i was playing this game is how rewarding it was it for you and your partner to to just put this much detail or sneak little hidden easter eggs or things happening in the background or with the characters oh this is uh this is very fun very fun to do and it's actually more mesmerizing when 
everything is put together in the Guard Crush engine, which is a custom engine that Guard Crush uh, built uh, for beat'em ups. Uh, and when you have your animated character on top of those uh, meticulous backgrounds uh, with a lot of details, like there is like a bit of smoke uh, going coming out, there is like uh, uh, how do you say uh, flies that makes light? Uh, mm. uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, and yeah, this is actually this is a strength of video game. Like you can stay in one place and just enjoy uh, moving around and uh, and uh, looking at the background. And this is very important. Like so, something that you you maybe notice uh, is that the backgrounds are one big painting every yes. time uh this is actually quite a fit because uh julian uh managed to 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 do that in uh in the time of the production and and we wanted like in each uh what we call screen which is a hd uh hd screen of uh 1920 pixel large oh, wow. uh, we want we wanted in each, in each screen to have something happening, like just in the background or a kind of um, Easter egg or uh, a light flickering or and 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 I wanted to have uh, something happening uh, for your eyes to to see that something new uh, uh, has come up when you go forward. Yeah, there, there's, there's just so much detail that you can notice all those little things, and I feel like playing, playing through it as many times as I did. I granted, I haven't seen everything there is to see in that game. I'm sure that there's some extremely hidden things that, um, which is awesome. I, I always love that in games, but just the, the, the amount of detail is breathtaking. And I I enjoyed just looking at the character designs, the enemy designs, the backgrounds, all of it. And I, it's so impressive to me that this game was just hand drawn because there there's so many levels, there's so much happening, there's screen yeah. changes to different backgrounds, and uh, uh, to he hear that is a impressive. Yeah, thanks. And, and I've been like kind of crazy because uh, I used the technique which. Uh, on the characters, you see the, some lights are colored, uh, uh, like the the lines of the skin is uh, like a pink, uh, yeah. da darker pink or something. So I try to have that. And at the beginning, I thought it was a good idea, but it ended up being a nightmare in production <laughs> because I I had to retrace a lot of things later. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, I'm gonna try to avoid in next in next projects. Interesting. Okay, and yeah, that's that's curious. Interesting because each like with each of the five main characters too. Um, one of the big things that um, I'm not sure if this would be fall under what you had to do. They each had special moves, and I believe you had to design each of those special moves on your own. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, so I know that you broke down some of the animation process on the PlayStation blog of how to achieve those. 
but I was curious actually how you decided what each character, like what their special moves were, what their um, power moves were, what went into the but process of deciding that design. For for Axel and Blaze, it was pretty obvious because I had a, I had a blueprint uh, laid out for me. Uh, so I knew the dragon punch of Axel is supposed to be a dragon, circular dragon. Uh, Blaze, I've been kind of... Uh, overhead uh, because I implemented a um, kind of a lotus uh, flower design around uh, her, her special moves. Uh, and after that, as a new character that was really up to me to, to try to have something cool Mm. And, and to try to have something uh, readable uh, in terms of gameplay, because uh, you, you need to 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 have the art uh, resonating with the gameplay, and uh, yeah. So this is, I, I don't know. I just I wanted something cool. Like for example, Adam, uh, we wanted. Uh, with Johnny, the game designer, wanted to, to have something kind of a wave going forward. Okay. Uh, and I didn't really know how to have something cool, so I made up uh, swords coming out of the ground, uh, which does look very cool, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And, those those uh, specials are amazing, by the way. Like, very rewarding and beautiful. So, yeah, thanks. That, that's the idea. At the beginning, I think there was a a lightning uh, when you were starting. I think you you, wow. you can see it on, on Blaze, on the, the PlayStation blog. There is a lightning yes. at the beginning of our Ultra. Yeah. And, and this is something I wanted to have like, for each character, something like a... But it was uh, actually not very... Uh, uh, helpful, uh, very easy to to read uh, mm. when in the gameplay. So uh, that makes sense. It. Interesting. Yeah. So I wanted to shift gears from this a little bit because um, obviously, with what's going on in the world right now, it's it's a difficult time. But I feel like, and not to make light of that situation, but I feel like Streets of Rage Four came out at a an optimal time for a lot of people because uh people who are fans of that genre or people who have never played it now they have the 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 time and the ability to kind of experience that and it kind of it kind of raised spirits um have you yeah. seen kind of a response from that yeah, well, uh, I mean, maybe more people played it because of the lockdown. Mm. Uh, and this is a case of a lot of video games that came out uh, during this time. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't think I've seen uh, replies that mm. people uh, were like, this was not saving people from the depressive time of lockdown <laughs> yeah. but uh but I, I i'm more interested in people uh saying that this was a fun good game uh or a game that they they played with their siblings or family or father 
I mean, we had a lot of reactions, so it's difficult to to read everything. But uh, no, I'm pre- I'm pretty happy. Uh, business business wise, I'm pretty happy the game came out <laughs> uh, during the yeah. lockdown. Yeah, yeah, and one one of the beautiful things, and it's a story I kind of wanted to share with you, if you don't mind my slight indulgence, is my father shared Sega Genesis with Sega Genesis with me when I was a child. I was like four years old when him and I started playing it, and I have um, I have four younger brothers. They're all children and teenagers, and one of the beautiful things about this game coming out during this time when it did is I've had more free time because I haven't been working and I've gotten to share playing this game with the younger generation, the next generation, because my, my little brothers are in their teenage years, their younger teenage years. So it was really interesting that my father shared that with me. And then I got to share this game, which is a beautiful game and obviously a beautiful series with my younger brother getting to share that with the next generation has been that's nice that's absolutely nice. incredible and yeah it's so much fun this game is, is so much fun is is your father still around yes yes yeah. absolutely did you, did you play it with him he he is uh he's at the age now where he if he plays a game he gets really grumpy and says <laughs> a lot of very bad words so he okay. doesn't play games anymore unfortunately okay um but no, it was, it's really cool to be able to share, as as I'm sure you feel every day, share your passion of gaming or development with the next generation. And getting to share yeah. this game that I grew up on with my little brother was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the relationship you you create when you play with your brothers uh, in front of a screen and and Street of Rage is perfect for that especially if you have a friendly fire on uh, this, <laughs> yes. this is very very funny yeah. and I, I uh, it, yeah, uh, like a week ago or, mm. or two weeks ago I, I received a letter mm. uh, from a young fan uh, his father emailed me and he <laughs> said like my 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 son which he is like seven or eight. His name is Elliot, mm. and he loves the game very much. He's very uh, captivated by the characters, by uh, the game, by the animation, and everything. And so he wrote me a letter That's saying so that cool. he wanted to play with Shiva. Uh, uh, oh, wow! Uh, and he had an idea to have Shiva, uh, uh, Shiva on a, on on the motorway with uh, cars and you fight him <laughs> on cars. It's funny because this is an idea I had at some point, yeah. which, I, which I dropped, but I wanted to indulge him. And uh, so I drew uh, his uh, fantasy vision. Uh, so you can find it on Twitter. Uh, That's on so the... cool. So, uh, so yeah, and he was very happy. His father uh, sent me uh, his face when he showed him the, <laughs> the drawing I, I drew for him. That's so cute, dude. Thank you for doing that because that, that just gives back to the community and you inspire a whole generation of people by doing that. So that's so cool. And yeah, but but I mean, I, I mean, honestly, honestly, I did it because uh, the the kid uh, said he was playing with his brother. Yeah. And uh, and it reminded me of my time with the game, and my time with my brother, and 
and and it made me cry uh, uh, very much. Uh, I I was like uh, reading his letter and yeah. reminiscing of my teenage years, and it was actually amazing uh, to to be in that spot and to be able to to give. Uh, fun and give back to to a new generation it's it's kind of cool that like you inspired someone and they they were able to kind of inspire you right back and the part that he's talking about uh in chinatown with shiva that was easily my favorite part of the game like the character design of shiva was breathtaking the the scenery behind there with the cherry blossoms the whole that whole sequence easily the best part of the game and a lot of that has to do with the character design of that so that's so cool that you inspired somebody and they were able to inspire you right back yeah yeah i'm glad for that yeah i i had one final question for you um because i know you worked on the um remaster of the um wonder boy game and you've worked on this one um and you don't need to specifically tell me, obviously, because I'm sure those are trade secrets. Do you have your eye set on a new project or are you looking at trying to possibly do another remaster? What's in your near future? No, actually, actually, I don't know now. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean... I like uh, working on license uh, because uh, of few things. Like I, 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 I not consider myself uh, as a pro uh, co- uh, game creative uh, conceptor, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, be- because I've been fairly new in the business and. Uh, making remakes and making sequels like Switch of Rage 4 teach me a lot about video games. And it's it's like standing on the shoulders of giants before you, uh, which is very helpful in growing. Uh, But also, if I only make license, uh, it's kind of of vain at some point because okay. people people are just asking for the next the next license we're gonna do and this is not improving uh the lizard cube as a creative entity this is right. just they're just using something existing and um, make it uh, a bit more beautiful and that's it basically for now uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to to, to prospect uh, maybe about licenses, but it, it has to make sense for me because I don't want to do, do to make licenses just for the sake of it. Uh, and also I'm I'm trying to develop a proper uh, new IP. Uh, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, because I think this is important, and I, I have a lot of IGs that are not uh, limited by uh, original games or fan demands. Uh, because, I, I mean, I like working on license, but uh, fans are very exhausting, I have to say. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to be I, honest. As a fan, I am exhausting. I will be the first to say it. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> no, I... I I totally get it. I totally get it. And I I can see that um, 
you wanting to make sure you're inspired before you put yourself into a new project. And I think that's really smart because I know first and foremost, um, even more so than a, an art designer for gaming, you, you are an artist and I know you've done a lot of um, artwork as well before you became an art designer for gaming. And so I imagine that you want to make sure that the inspiration is there before you launch yourself into anything new. Well, for, first, I wanted to uh, I wanted to have some inspiration, and we had the chance to start uh, with Wonder Boy and to be uh, successful with that. But secondly, I want to be independent uh, financially. So, uh, because this is when you're independent that you can actually uh, realize uh, more of your dreams and. Uh, since I think Streets of Rage 4 is starting to become a success I think Mm. we're going to be independent and that's why maybe it's uh, uh, it's more convenient now to be creative yeah I yeah I honestly just wish you nothing but success you and your business partner because the the level of um beauty and creativity and just the art direction in streets of rage four has been phenomenal so much so that um i actually want to go back and experience your guys's remaster or recreation of uh wonder boy uh yeah. because i i enjoy just the art style so much in this and i i really do wish nothing but success for you guys because be, being independent obviously I, f- I feel for a lot of people is kind of a dream come true being able to rely on your passion to be able to just be your career and also be your driving force so i really wish nothing and i've i've been i've been working uh i've been working since 2005 or something Mm. and and i've been working for a lot of different companies uh and Working on someone else's project or someone taking credit for your work or uh, this is kind of a nightmare for me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very happy to be where I am now and that what we're doing is re- resonating with people. Uh, so, yeah. I, I wish me I wish me the best of, of success as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Um before before we head out, if anybody wants to check out any of your artwork or your design process, um where would be the best way that they could um look that up or um find out? Well I, I have I have a website which is benfique.com uh and but i'm mostly active on twitter uh, m- m- uh you can find me at aruba uh arubas benfique uh this is where i sometimes put stuff that i don't put on my website because it's just like few sketches or something okay okay so just some preliminary ideas awesome yeah. okay well, Ben, seriously, thank you so much for your time. And also, thank you for, for me, at least, uh, your design in a game, in in a series that I've loved since I was a child. It was it was so amazing to be able to come back to this thanks, series 26 years later and have thanks, so much fun. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. And 
actually want to have a photo of you playing with your father. That will make me happy. Absolutely. I will make that happen for you. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. And thank you to the listeners and um, be safe out there.